Hello, obsessors or not obsessors that have come to my podcast to listen to me talk about obsessions I have or had. Welcome to the Unscripted Obsessor. So I've been obsessed with Legos for a very long time, like ever since I was five. So it first started out with like Ninjago or Lego City, sorry, Lego City. It started with Lego City. I just went to a bookstore and just saw a Lego set titled, I don't even remember anymore, but like it seemed cool. So I didn't think I had to build it. So we went to the restaurant and then I opened the box and I'm like, oh, there are pieces and an instruction manual. So I did that. I started building up the instruction manual, doing whatever I wanted to with it. And then I built it and I'm like, oh, that was that was really quick. Um, That was also really fun. And that was like my first time experiencing um legos for the first time like actually legos so that was a nice experience my next experience with legos was um more lego city i was obsessed with lego city for a long time well probably like two months and then i found lego ninjago and i became obsessed with that and dumped lego city forever So, I did Lego Ninjago. I found the series for Lego Ninjago. And that one day when my parents and my family was busy and didn't have time to care for me, I would just go onto Netflix and binge watch the entire thing the entire afternoon. And I must say, it was really interesting. Because I just thought that it was really nice to be able to um watch my favorite lego um minifigures come to action on a screen and have a actual series with an actual storyline that i wouldn't have to make up myself so i could go from there and make up everything and then know the characters names and i made up these little stories by myself and have like all the characters be played um the set being in there to help me boost my creative imagination story plotting and that was especially fun because i had a lot of creativity so i would just be able to walk around um thinking of stories and I'd be able to look at my characters individually and plot what would happen to them in the story uh, line that I would create. So then, after that, after a bunch of binge-watching of Netflix and until the series could come out with more seasons, I went to go on to YouTube, where a bunch of content creators and Lego stop-motion makers were on there. So I decided to also binge-watch their series too, and they were really creative, which inspired me to watch them some more. And then I went back into my Lego City phase, where I could make a bunch of different sets happen. 
I could have normal people and ninjas that had elemental powers. So the ninjas would protect stuff. Oh yes, and I also had uh, Disney princesses, so... Let's just say I had the ninjas protect both the princesses and the common people, alright? So I also made a monarchy with it because of all the armor and royal stuff when season 8 of Ninjago came out. Or season 9, I think it was season 8, where the sons of Garmadon took over. Yeah, it was it was season 9, never mind. Um, so that's where they teamed up with Harumi and whatever the other dude's name was, but, like, I don't care anymore. It was, like, the king or whatever. And I thought it was really cool that he had armor and a crown and a staff. So I had, like, three golden staffs. So I probably made a nice royal plotline out of there. And then I made my own, um, deities with Legos. So I would have, like, the golden ninja be a deity. I would have the first Benjutsu master be a deity. And then, uh, I had Nixo knights as well. So they would be knights or something. And they would be protecting the deities while the ninja was protecting the knights. It was, like, a bunch of hierarchies. So, like, the king was on the top, and then it would just be, like, one of those pyramid hierarchies you would learn about. So, that would be nice. And then, on the very bottom would be, like, um, the half people. Like, I would call them savages, but, like, they wouldn't be savages. They would just be on both sides of either the villains or the heroes. So they could just be on any side. They would mainly be on the heroes because I would occasionally make up a war between the evil side and the good side. And the good side would always win because I would never want the evil side to win. Oh yes, and the evil side also had a hierarchy as well. Except a lot crueler and, well, much larger hierarchy. Because the empire was larger, so I decided to make it larger. Then I made the rebels to the evil hierarchy as well. Evil royalty, whatever. So I split that up as well, and then they became part of the savages or something. So yeah, that's that's basically what I did with my Legos. I would occasionally get the king. Oh yes, and uh, every legion had a king or a queen or whatever. Uh, more like a ruler to rule them, a leader to lead them, or may- sometimes a general. It would generally just be called a leader or king because I mainly put them as kings and never queens because there is a lack of female uh, Lego characters that I had because I bought a bunch of um, male lego sets and a mixture of female lego sets sometimes i didn't really like the female lego sets because it's just lego friends um lego sets were just weird the minifigures were just too thin and tall for my liking so i just bought the male lego sets so they'd be all the same height and size and whatever so i wouldn't have to judge them um by height and thin- thinness, 
if that's a word, which it probably isn't. So after that, I discovered Lego Chima. And I didn't buy any Lego sets from Lego Chima because they were overpriced and I didn't want to waste too much money on Lego Chima. So Lego Chima was like, I just binged watched the series and then moved on with it. I probably got addicted and obsessed with Lego Chima that I had to go to my con- my favorite um, stop motion creator for more content on it. And it, that was slightly more entertaining than Chima. Uh, and then I watched Bionicle on Netflix. And Bionicle was just amazing. Um, I got one of them. And then I had my parents and my family help me to build it. Because I was not able to process anything in the instruction manual. So I just made them build it for me, and then years later, I was able to fix the parts on there and make it look better. At this point, I don't... If I don't like the Lego sets I get, then I just usually take their pieces and then put them elsewhere until I get bored one day, and then I'll take them out and then rebuild them. That's what I do for most things. Because for some old sets that I've had, I just was never able to finish them. And I was never able to make them look perfect. And so I really wanted to make everything look perfect and not be be wasting my parents' money. Because that would be a shame and bad thing to do. So I wouldn't... I would repair a bunch of Lego sets. So... I could display them and have my ninjas from Ninjago be able to put them in those vehicles and sometimes buildings. I would mainly get vehicles because they're cooler, right? And so I would just usually plan out a day where I would take apart a Lego set that I had and then just find the online instructions Um, If there were any pieces that were missing that I didn't have, I would usually just go to my spare pieces and look through there. And if I couldn't find them, I would just give up. Or I'd just pretend that piece was there. And sometimes I would just, you know, um, put in additional pieces to make it fit. So that would be fun. Those days were my favorite days because it gave me a Lego set without having to spend um, money. Or, well, I had to spend money to get a Lego set. But if I was bored at home, then I would just take that Lego set and just rebuild it again. Because that's entertaining and that's not a waste of time. And also it would keep me off of my device. So I would finish a bunch of audiobooks during that time and be able to return them within a good amount of time. So I was proud of myself for that too. Um, let's see. Oh yes, and I already told you about Lego Bionicle. Um... 
I I was also obsessed with Lego Harry Potter. I w- I got most of the peaceable Hogwarts, like the buildings, and then you would connect them. Um, not the old ones, like the newer ones that they're releasing right now, because the old ones are like overpriced at this point, and I don't. The old ones just look bad in comparison to the new newer uh flashier ones so that would be nice um well for lego creator i really didn't get much from there i didn't have the imagination to build something my own although i did use my creativity and imagination to take apart a lego set and just rebuild it to something else and um well rebuild it to something else using my own imagination without anything but it really wasn't stable enough so i just get got rid of that and so yeah um i've said that too many times um i i have a bunch of like a minifigures now nowadays because I just can't seem to get rid of them or I just can't seem to want to get rid of them and even if I had to get rid of those lego sets like if I could sell them for a price and get rid of them once and for all I probably wouldn't get rid of them because each of them means something to me like each of them has a story behind it and also like if i were to take one of my bigger lego sets my bigger lego sets would be like around a bunch of money and i don't want to donate them because that would be not good well yes it would be good for other people to play with them and have it but i would feel bad for getting rid of it because those were a lot of money and I don't want to t- do that. But at the same time, I want to help people be able to experience the amount of fun I had with that. And it just seems right to keep them. Um, oh, yes. And also in classes, uh, people would ask me, what's your favorite thing to do? And I'd just be like, well, Legos. And so, I that was my answer for, like, like a bunch of years of my school time. So they would just always get the word Legos, even though I probably had other stuff that I really liked to do. And had phrases for that, too. But, like... I didn't want to get rid of my answer because that answer would just be an answer that I would use most of the time. Aside from sleeping, but we don't talk about that because this is about Legos. Um, Lego also influenced me to get into stop motion, but like I only got into stop motion for about two months and then I quit because I knew that it was hard. And it, even if I wanted to made make a stop motion channel around it 
I probably would just give up on it anyways because making stop motion takes a really long time and a very long process. And any stop motion creator would say the same unless they're already used to it. But I wasn't used to it and I really didn't have the time to do stop motion at all. Because of school, because of work, because of other stuff. But being able to experience things because of Legos was impressive to me. And so, as a Christmas present to everyone, I just made a stop motion for Christmas. And that was that. Um, so yeah. That's pretty much, wait. Well, pretty much, I was able to get into Lego Pokemon as well, but too late. So if I wanted Lego Pokemon, I just got like those Pokeballs that they'd be in. And just build them inside the Pokeball. Um. I had a lot of. I still have a bunch of Legos. And. Because my parents didn't want to spend so much money. In a year for Legos. Because they're so over. Well not overpriced. But pricey. Or expensive. Um. I would just have to work my way up. So I would be able to study and get a reward afterwards. Because if I didn't have a motivation, I wouldn't study. That motivation would be Legos. So I would study a lot to get Legos. Like I would have a goal. If I got to this much percent in math, then I would get Legos. And like, that's what we built off of. Um, Bribing me to study. Not really. I think I made myself that deal with my mom and parents or whatever. So that's how I studied. And I must say it's a good way to study. Like, if you bribe yourself, like if you reward yourself after a couple of times, you'll be able to study really efficiently. Sadly, I don't do it anymore because... I've gotten out of... Well, I'm mostly out of that phase, but not much. I'm still not over Legos, but I'm kind of over them. But if I do get over them, I'm just going to be disappointed in myself because I've given up on the uh, phase that has been running for most of my... um, Most of the years uh, that I've been through. And they're just my comfort. And also, they help me be off devices. If I haven't said that already. But they do help me get off of devices because they're just motivational. You just want to get through the Lego set and be able to display them or play with them or whatever you do with Legos. But yeah, that's 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 about it. So thank you for listening to my obsessive my obsession with Legos, and I'll see you in the next one. Bye.